I have a vivid memory of myself standing at the front of the sanctuary of St. Lambert Parish a couple years having been there, feeling I'm at the top of my game because I had finally conquered a workout routine. You know, I mean, you can do the workout routine for two weeks, uh, but, you know, you're still in your heart. You're like, <laughs> what's the chance this is going to last? <laughs> you know, you, could, you, could, you can go a month, but you're still like, oh, man, do I have to get out of bed? You know, you can go six weeks and, you know, you can start patting yourself on the back a little bit. But if you can go for multiple months, you get to that point and you're like, this is just who I am. Right? At one of those places where I just felt good about myself, I was uh, I just, you know, you're, when you've been there. And I can still see myself, I don't know why this one moment, but I just remember standing there during Mass at the front of the sanctuary, uh, and it had a lot to do with uh, the fact that I had been working out and I felt healthy and I was eating good. I got there because... I finally succumbed to a trainer. Great life doesn't cost that much, so I thought, naturally, as a priest, they give it to us free, so I get my Great Life membership for nothing. I thought, well, I'll pay spend a few extra bucks and get a trainer. And I found that with the trainer, I would grow, I'd be like, well, you tell me what to do. And over time, it just kind of happened. Well, everything fell apart. Because he moved. Now, it's not that I wasn't with another trainer, because as they do, he got me another trainer, introduced me, started doing that. But something changed from the first trainer to the second trainer, and it changed everything. The second trainer, I never trusted. And I didn't know it until I didn't have it. But the reason the first trainer was able to make such progress with me was because I trusted what he said was what I should do. And I can't tell you why, but somehow the second one, I was like, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't, but I was like, had this kind of like, kid, you don't know what you're talking about. And then I tried to, and I just leave and I was like, this guy's, like, I'm practice for him or something. He's new at this. I don't, right? Why is this important? Because everything in our life is based on trust of a person. To grow, you must trust someone. And when trust begins to evaporate, things fall apart. We can see this uh, in the ways in which we live today in regard to health. How many, you know, any of you med school students, you know, God bless you guys, because now, you know, isn't it the case that everyone comes to the doctor with all of the information they've gathered from YouTube? Do we really trust our medical professionals? Or are we ready to have them give us what we think we need? 
diets. How many times are we wanting our health and the things that, uh, that we're, we're doing? Um, we're looking for all these things. I mean, the number of times, I don't know, I think sometimes as a priest, well, maybe it happens to you, then, you know, oh, you should eat this and oh, you should eat that and you should do this and you should do that, right? Like everybody's got their own thing. I don't know. And then the minute that you're on to one thing, within six months, they're like, oh, that thing actually causes cancer now. Right? And then we're like, what? So, so we're all actually doing our own thing. We don't trust anyone. In regard to so many of these things, we have this in regard to relationships too. How many, you, you know, at your age, you guys probably don't even know what the Elks Club is anymore, right? Right, they're used to, no, they're used to be like social groups in which you like belong to something that was bigger than yourself and you didn't decide everything that was going to happen. You didn't decide what you were going to do. You didn't, no, you trusted that belonging to this group was going to be good for me. And then you just let them determine the course and the path. Politics. Just the other day, I heard something like 40% of people consider themselves independents. Right? We don't trust organized political parties. So we'll do it on ourselves. Or we'll like uh, disengage from that and we'll find a way. All of these things are really important because ultimately, trust is a dynamic of growth. We can't do things on our own. You can't attain greatness. You can't grow without another person. We see that these things are still at place in one particular place in our culture, and you can feel it if you're involved with an athletic program. You know trust is essential to success. If you don't trust your coach, if the team doesn't trust each other, you're not going to succeed. And so, because we know we want the fruit and we're not getting it, we pay attention to that. And even if maybe someone doesn't trust the head coach, you find a coach on the team that you do trust, and through that coach, you can be a part of the bigger part. And then everybody can gain steam. This is important for us because we recognize in our readings that people are searching. And while trust has been removed from organized religion and trust has been lost in so many ways in regard to people's faith, people haven't stopped seeking. The readings remind us today that those who, that, that we all are searching for these and we see it in all of our characters in the scriptures today. Samuel is searching Right? He's searching for an answer to the call that he keeps getting in the middle of the night. John and Andrew are searching. They're searching for the fulfillment of their lives. They're searching for the Messiah as a part of the uh, Israelite people. They're searching for an answer to why it is they're with John the Baptist and to the call that he had to the desert. Peter is searching. Right? And we too can see in ourselves that you can't eliminate the search. You can lose trust in all things. You can lose trust in all people. But the heart always looks for something. The heart wants an answer. Why? Why am I here? Where am I going? What is this about? What is this thing calling 
in me. And the characters in our Bible trusted someone. Samuel goes to Eli three times. And finally, Eli, next time, speak. Yeah, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And he trusts him. And from that point begins a deeper path with God. John and Andrew, they have to trust. I mean, imagine someone comes up to you and is like, uh, God just walked by, follow him. Right? John the Baptist says, behold the Lamb of God. They trust him. And because of that, a deeper relationship begins between them and him. I mean, even brothers, you know, I got brothers, and sometimes they're the last person, people that you trust. <laughs> Imagine then Andrew goes to Peter. Hey, we found the Messiah. Like, at least John and Andrew, like, saw the whole thing going on. At least John and Andrew were trusting John the Baptist. Peter trusted a brother. And because he did, a deeper relationship began between him and God. And the depths of that relationship reach us here. Because upon him, the church has continued down through the ages and come to us. Who is it that you trust in your life? Do you have someone that if you were to ask them questions from your heart, they wouldn't belittle you? If you were to ask them about the deeper meaning of things and what stirs in you when you're all alone, they would support you and stay present to you and be grateful for you and help you ask those questions. What group do you belong to that isn't made up of things that are just your own idea, but a place of faith where God can be present through the friends and the others that are gathered there? It's essential to your growth because this is the way that God has made the human person. And so too, has made us with the church. When I was finishing up the last night at the SEEK conference that we were just at a few weeks ago, I ran into a young man who's a senior in college, grew up in a great Catholic family, you know, most people would look at him and be like, yep, they did everything perfectly. Uh, went to a Catholic university that's got some great things going on. And he, he's got a group of friends. He, he's just in a great spot. But I didn't expect, expect to see him at a seat conference. And so at the end of the conference, when we ran into each other, uh, I've, I was really curious. And um, I was like, oh, you know, what brings you here? And uh, How's it going? And, um, and he said, well, my friend decided to come. 
Oh, okay, okay, now that makes sense. And I said, well, what's your experience been? I am loved by God. How did I miss that? Twenty-two years old, he had the same encounter that John and Andrew and Peter did. Why were all those years before not enough? I don't know. But what I do know is the way to the depths, the way God chose to reach this young man was because he trusted his friend.